Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a whole bunch of callers on hold this evening already, and I will get to them in just a minute, but just wanted to remind you, this is the last Thursday of the month, so next Thursday, when we do the show, I'm going to be announcing our monthly winner of a free session with me. And if you want to register, you just have to do three easy things. And those are number one, follow me on Instagram at Ask Julie Ryan. Sign up for my blog at AskJulieRyan.com and leave a review on Apple at uh, Ask Julie Ryan and subscribe and leave a review. Anybody listening, please leave reviews. I love hearing from you. I love hearing how we can do this show um, better. If you have suggestions, things you'd like, those kinds of things. Also, the reason I do this free giveaway of a session with me every month is it's 155 bucks to schedule a, a one-hour consult with me. And I know that's a lot of money for people, especially during this COVID time. So if you'd like to do a session and you just can't afford it or, or whatever your circumstances are, just sign up, follow me on Instagram, sign up for my blog, and leave a review on Apple, and you too could be the winner. So how about that? Looking forward to getting to the phones. Kathy, there you are. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I am calling from um, Amherst, New Hampshire. All right. Terrific. How are things um, up there? Things are a little rainy and chilly, but um, they're fine. (laughs) Good. Well, do you have a question um, for me? I do. Um spoke with you last week and I've mm-hmm. had a biopsy on a lymph node right. and today I went in for a breast um, MRI and then had a, another biopsy on my right breast. So okay. I was hoping that maybe you could uh, see what's going on there. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I scanned you last week and I, if I remember correctly, Kathy, I got that I didn't see malignancy. Is that correct? Correct. That is correct. All right. And you, did you get test results back? Um, I did get the lymph node was, um, um, did have cancer in it. And I have not gotten the pathology report from the, the breast biopsy today. Okay. Because you just um, had it done today. You just got it done today. But the MRI yeah. did show um, a cell, a small cell. So I was just okay. wondering what, what you can see and maybe do some healing on it. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit 
because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to raise my vibrational level and I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's going to hook into you up in New Hampshire. And then it will be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And, uh, and then there'll be a healing that will happen. And I'm really descriptive, Kathy, with what I'm seeing during a healing. And that's so that you can envision what I'm seeing because that will help integrate the healing into your body. And my analogies are really crazy at times. They're really funny. And that's okay. just to give you a quick frame of reference for all this woo woo stuff that I'm doing. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam coming from Sweet Home, Alabama, up to you in New Hampshire. I hear the weather's starting to change up there a little bit already. Yeah, I today, talked to somebody in, in Maine morning. today. Yeah, that's what she said. All right, got you, shooting energies. Okay, so right side is where the energy right. went. Is that the side where the biopsies are being done? Yes, it is. All right, and you found a lump in your armpit. Is that what I'm remembering? Yes, I found an enlarged lymph node, yes. Okay, and and is that still enlarged or is it better? Has yep, it gone it's down? Still enlarged. Yeah. Okay. Still enlarged. All right. So what I did last week was I encapsulated that lymph node and did an energetic healing on it. I'm still not seeing malignancy, Kathy. And okay. I nobody is 100% accurate. Not even the doctors. <laughs> you know, I mean, you hear about these cases with the doctors, but. Not only am I not seeing it when I ask, does Kathy have breast cancer? Does Kathy have cancer in her lymph nodes? No. Does Kathy have breast cancer? No. So that's just what I'm getting. Let me do a, a um, you know, again, I could be wrong, but that's just what I'm getting at this moment okay. in time. Um, let me do a lymph flush. Just goes through your whole lymph system to get that out and see what's going on. So did you did you have a lump in your breast as well that they biopsied? Yeah, what did they biopsy? Okay. They yeah they biopsied the right breast. I think he's I think he said it's like a small cell. Mm-hmm. He didn't really say a lump, or maybe it was a small. It was very overwhelming today. So um, what does that mean that it's a small cell? It's a type of cancer small, like small. Yeah. So he said, well he saw a small. Um, I guess it was maybe a small lump, so it's better than like a large, you know, lump there. He said small is better than, than large. Um, uh huh. So I, um, okay. Like I said it was, I know it's overwhelming. overwhelming. I can't remember the exact sure. word that he used. Yeah, um, I'm sure. But he saw something small, is what he said. Okay. So. All right. Well, I, I, you look good to me. Okay. So, well, that's um, great. <laughs> if depending on what comes back, obviously get a second opinion. Yes, obviously, do your research. Don't don't I agree do. to something the next day. Yeah. I find so many people are they're saying, "Okay, we gotta we gotta get you into treatment tomorrow," and no, mm-hmm. you really don't. So, yes, I know uh, that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do so, that and right. keep us posted, and I will um, let us know what happens. Okay, okay. Julie, thank you so much. Hang in there, girl. Okay. I will. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Let's see who's next. Let's go to Arlene next. Hi, Arlene. Hi. 
How are you? Nice to talk with you. Where are you calling from? From um, Longmont, Colorado. It's a little north of Boulder. I bet it's gorgeous. It is. It is. It's God's country, I call it. (laughs) (laughs) I bet. But I'm originally from New York, but I grew up in Say that again, you cut out. You're originally from New York, but what? Yes, but I love it here. I love Colorado. Wonderful. Well, good. Well, you got a question for me? Yes. First of all, I want to ask about my brother. His name is Robert, and he lives in Lindcroft, New Jersey. And he had an ablation of his heart for um, what you call atrial fib. And while he had it done, he, they had to catheterize his bladder because, you know, they're doing the procedure. And they, the next day they removed the Foley catheter and he was unable to urinate. And when they had to reinsert it, they got 2,500 species out mm-hmm. at one, you know, at one time. So apparently mm-hmm. it must have been kinked. Ever since then, it's been a few months now, he's been unable to urinate without the use of a um, straight catheter. Right. And and apparently, they said that, you know, slowly it will come back. But he mm-hmm. still, he has not gotten it back. And so I would like you to give me an idea. I did ask him. He said it was fine with him if I called you and had you scan him. So maybe you want to ask him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I always ask telepathically before I scan somebody just because that's an invasion of their privacy. So what I'm going to do, Arlene, is I'm going to pick into... He's young. So they said it should come back, but it still hasn't come back. Okay. Well, the thing they don't tell you is anesthesia can cause that. It's a side effect with men. And oh, um, what, they, what they normally do is they'll go in and they'll do what's called a TURP, T-U-R-P, transurethral yeah. resection of the prostate. prostate and they, yeah. sh- they shave a little bit of the prostate off to make it smaller right. so that they can urinate. And it's, it, I know several men that this has happened to. It's not that uncommon, believe it or not, even though you don't hear okay. about it from the doctors. So the TERP is done all around the world many times a day. And uh, Arlene, I'm going to hold you over. We're going to go to a break real fast, and I'll pick you up on the other side of the break. Everybody, you're you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We're talking with Arlene, and Arlene is in Colorado, and she was asking about her brother, Robert in New Jersey, who's having some urinary issues after having a heart ablation. Did his heart ablation go well, Arlene? Really well. My husband right. is a physician, so we found he had someone he had trained in New York, and we sent him to him, and it, his eye was great. And my brother's Perfect. never had this problem before. That's why he was calling and asking me about it. And I said, well, I think I'm going to go to a medical intuitive on this one. And my husband <laughs> recommended what you said. Spoke with, but I just want to see what happens in the end. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm connecting to you in Colorado, and then my laser beams ricocheting back east 
in to New Jersey to pick up your brother. Okay, got your brother. Robert, I'm talking to Arlene. I know it's fine, is what he told me. I yes. asked telepathically. Well, yeah, mom. <laughs> yeah, I asked telepathically, Arlene. He goes, yeah, I know it's fine. So, all right, so I'm <laughs> shooting it. Yeah, I'm just going to do an energetic turp on him. His prostate looks okay. enlarged. And, um, it looks, you know, it looks inflamed. It looks enlarged. So okay. uh, put anti, when something looks inflamed to me, Arlene, it, it just has red fog over it. I like red okay. fog over the body parts. And so I use anti-inflammatory energy to get it calmed down, which is kind of a royal blue color. So I'm getting that calmed down and I'm just doing an energetic terp, which is they just take a little bit of the prostate off just to kind of make it not as big so that the the uh the bladder can empty through the urethra and the urethra is not getting crowded in there so i just did that and watched him void um i think there's a really good chance he's probably going to need a chirp and it's right. it's just not a big deal it's done all I know, the time. And I said that to him. That's what my husband said. The urologist told and his friend told him probably sometimes when this happens, you need to do a chirp on top of right. that. But, but he doesn't even get the sensation is what's happening. It's like, I'm not even getting the sensations here. I mean, I yeah, but it, it, it'll, it'll come back. Mm-hmm. It'll come back. It will. And he... And he just had the, I just did the procedure energetically. It'll be a breeze for him. And, you know, guys get really sensitive about those parts. So they just, I know, I just got to cringe. I know, I get it. But I think he'll be just fine. Okay. So I think he'll go ahead and say you should really consider doing a turf if nothing happens, gets better. Well, it sounds like he's, that, that straight cat thing is, that's awful. To have to do that That's all the awful. time. That's what he said. He yeah. Says, this is ridiculous. I mean, I went in normal and now yeah. I can't urinate. So right. That's right. To me, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So. yeah it's, just, it's not something he wants to continue to get that. So, I don't blame yeah, him. Definitely. Yeah. And I can't, all right. I will call you back again because I'll have to give you a, I have to ask you about my dog next time. But thank okay. you for taking my question. You are so welcome. Good luck to your brother. Let us know how it goes. Okay. Thanks, Julie. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let's go to Keith next. Hi, Keith. Hi. Hi, Keith. Keith, I can hear you. Are you on mute? Can you get yourself off mute? You're not on mute on my end. How about there? Is that? There you are. There you are. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Every. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Uh, good. My question would be about uh, blood sugar and sleep. Yeah. Okay. Where are you calling us from? Omaha. Omaha. My first job right out of school was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And they, oh, yeah. they're, I grew up in Ohio, Keith, and those winters in South Dakota made Ohio winters look like the tropics. I was like, holy <laughs> mother, how do these people do this? And I, and I was a hospital supply sales rep. And so I called on hospitals all over the, the southeastern quarter of the state. And one of my hospitals was in Desmet. South Dakota, where Little House on the Prairie really happened. And I thought, what am I complaining oh. about? These people lived in a log cabin and used a covered wagon. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so 
I had a, a um, an office in Omaha. One of my my boss was in Omaha, and so I was down there a lot. You guys get some serious winter down there too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so what's going on with your blood sugar? Oh, uh, it's just been out of whack for over a dozen years now. Okay. Are you on any medication, or what are you doing for it? Uh, no, I'm just kind of doing without right now. Okay. I want you to Google Diabetes Indiana University. They have a research center there that's one of the top in the world, and they have people that come to visit them who are insulin dependent that they get off their insulin sometimes within a matter of a week or two with diet. So uh, I want you to Google that, see what's going on with that. Basically, the bottom line is keto. Keto, increase your fat, increase your good fat. I mean, I don't want you eating a bunch of Crisco, but but grass-fed butter, highly refined coconut oil, olive oil, that kind of stuff, it's going to keep you satiated. Stay away from anything that's processed. If God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. And okay. that's going to really, that's going to just help you immensely. It's primarily diet-related. What do you eat? Okay. Are you are you a what kind of food do you like to eat? Oh, yeah, a lot of fat. I I do the keto now and then, but yeah, I <laughs> <to work too. laughs> it's the now and then thing. The now part's good. It's the then part that you need to worry about. <laughs> yeah, like I just I just had some yogurt a little while ago. That's probably not too good for you. Yeah, no. If you're going to eat yogurt, eat the full fat yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just stay low on the food chain. You know, go with stuff that has one ingredient like chicken. It's a chicken breast, chicken, or it's an apple or something like that. Uh, Because processed foods absorb even faster than sugar, believe it or not. If you eat a piece of whole wheat bread, it'll absorb 10 times faster than a teaspoon of sugar which is crazy, but it's because the flour is so highly refined. There's a really good book, Keith, that you may want to get a copy of, and it's called Fast Carbs, Slow Carbs. And it's Uh written by a former head of the FDA, a guy named David Kessler. And uh, check that out. And I think that will help everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back. Thanks for calling, Keith. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and we're talking to people from all over the country who've called in. And our our next person that is up is Renee. Hi, Renee. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Great, thanks. Um, I'm actually calling in for my daughter, Emma. She's had to try to call in and um, had difficulty calling in. Just one second, please. Sorry. So she knows I'm calling for her for her scan. But Good. A couple, of years ago, a couple of years ago, she went to Australia and got an infection and got on a really strong antibiotic, which has just mm-hmm. really changed her um, body and like metabolism where she had this almost instant 20 pound weight gain. 
and she's really healthy and um, really takes care of herself and exercises and eats really well and really in touch spiritually and, you know, all that kind of thing. And she's just wondering if you could scan her and kind of see what you see might be kind of causing this problem. Mm-hmm. Renee, where are you calling in from this evening? I am in Nashville, and but right now she's in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Okay. All right, Nashville. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect you and from you to Emma in Wyoming, and we'll see what's going on. Is she complaining about any GI discomfort? She doesn't have any GI discomfort, but she has, like, um, bloating um, mm-hmm. kind of stuff and kind yeah. of but she's had gut gut biome, you know, my, the gut tests, and she's mm-hmm. had all kind of tests like that, kind of functional medicine tests, and just can't really seem to put a finger on what's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, holding this on her. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here comes my laser beam straight up Interstate 65 from Sweet Home, Alabama, from Birmingham right up to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Straight shot. <laughs> Three hours from my house. Mm-hmm. All right, gotcha. Okay, now it's heading west to Miss Emma in Wyoming. All right, got her. Emma, I'm talking to your mom. I know it's fine. Good job setting this up, you guys. Arlene and Renee, you did a good job setting this up with these guys. Okay, so shooting energy from Emma's feet up through the top of her head. Yeah, she's full of yeast. She's full of candida. Candida overgrowth, that's from the antibiotics. It just decimates the gut biome. She wants to do a keto diet, basically stay low on the food chain. What I was talking about with Keith, God made it, mm-hmm. eat it. If man made it in the factory, do your best to avoid it. And she wants to get, a, get her doctor to prescribe some nice statin, N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. Nystatin is an antifungal, Renee. It is nectar of the gods for somebody that has yeast overgrowth. And it's what they give babies that have thrush. So Mm -hmm. it's very gentle. Some doctors say that they don't like to use it because it can cause liver damage. And those that has been debunked. And if you Google Nystatin liver damage, NIH, the National Institutes of Health, there's all kinds of articles there about how it's been debunked. Sometimes when information gets circulated from studies, you know, when they first come out, it's hard to get them uh, rescinded. You know, it's hard to get that right. information down to the street, to the doctor. Sometimes yeah. it can take 15 or 20 years, believe it or not. But um, yeah. did did she do the gut <laughs> biome test that I recommend, Renee? Did you get the link from me for her? No, I didn't. She did. did um, I'm not sure which one you, you have. And um, off the top of my head, I can't remember what she did. But can you check, is her liver functioning well? Like she's wondering if she's having, yeah. you know. No, she's fine. It's candida. It's candida. Okay. It's yeast overgrowth. And and that's what's happening with the weight gain, too, because toxins, when our body has lots of toxins, we store it in the fat because Mm -hmm. it's trying to keep it away from our vital organs. And so um, that's why when you see people that are really heavy and they have a lot of fat, a lot of times they're malnourished and a lot of times they have a lot of toxins in their body. Right. So that's what I would do. If you email me, then I will Mm -hmm. shoot you the link 
for the gut biome test, she can do it without a doctor's order and she can uh, do it at home. It's very affordable. It's different from the ones they do in the doctor's offices. This is technology that was developed at Los Alamos Federal Labs for our military to keep our troops healthy. And the military yeah. spent a couple billion dollars on it. And a dot-com billionaire found out about it, licensed the technology, and then added artificial intelligence with it. So not only is it going to tell her what's going on in her gut, but it's going to tell her, here are your superfoods to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. Here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this yeah. a little. So we can do, done a lot of do that, that and really, diet. you know, tried to follow like foods to avoid and all this and just hadn't really had much luck. So I guess yeah. maybe it's just, you know, that made that nice. Can I ask you one more question about her? Is sure. Okay? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, so she really just has this call since even kind of before COVID to um, move to London. Do you see mm-hmm. that as something to happen with her? Boy, I asked when you, as soon as you said that, I asked, is it in Emma's best interest to move to London? Boy, I got a yes before my question was even out. <laughs> well, that's how she's kind of feeling. She really lives in Austin, but with COVID, she was here in Nashville working from home for a while and went out there to work from home and um, had all this kind of sort of, you know, not plans, but intentions and working toward possibly moving to London and um, COVID happened. But I know that um, she actually has an appointment set up with you privately in a couple of months or whatever, but I know that was a big question for her too about London. Thank you I'm so getting, much for your time. I hope I didn't I go tell over. her. <laughs> tell her I'm getting a major green light on the London, the London caper. Oh, okay. Fun place for you to go All visit right. for her with her. I know. I know. Hopefully we yeah. can. Goodness. Yeah. Terrific. You know. Okay. Well, tell her. Hope Thank she feels you. better. Email me. I'll okay. shoot you those links. Anybody that's listening, if you want the gut biome test. Email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. I will send you a link for a little bit off. This The, the big difference with this test, Renee, is that uh-huh. it, it a lot of the tests that they do in the doctor's offices is they are trying to get stuff to grow in a Petri dish, which is all fine and good until you understand a lot of those critters, and we have trillions of them in our guts, right. a lot of those critters mm-hmm. die as soon as they hit oxygen. So you just can't get dead poop to grow in a Petri dish. just doesn't work too well. But... This mm-hmm. test that I am going to send you the link for tests the RNA of the critters. And even if mm. they're dead, they can still tell what the what the critter is based on its RNA. Kind of like when you hear about archaeologists that find a dinosaur bone that's millions of years old, they can identify it based on the RNA and the DNA. It's the same concept with this. So it's a, it's a different kind of a test than anything she's gotten prior to Great. now. So, yeah. I'll be delighted to send it to you. Okay, thank you. Thanks you bet. So Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye bye. You. You All righty, let's go to Chelsea next. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, thank you. Terrific. Where are you calling from? Uh, Plain City, Ohio. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. that's Central Ohio. Yeah. Yep. Near Columbus, the city of my birth. Central Ohio, another Central Ohio girl. Terrific. You got a question for me? I do. So about three years ago, I adopted an off-the-track thoroughbred. And pretty much since I got him, 
Um, everyone has said, you know, he's not worth anything, put him down, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just trying to prove everyone wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And we were finally making progress under saddle. And he threw a temper tantrum because I wouldn't let him do what he wanted. And he threw me. And mm-hmm. ever since he has just been very nasty and dangerous when I'm um, working with him or he's under saddle. So I was hoping maybe you could try and find out why he's been so nasty all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't before? Um, no, he was not. So a few, like a year ago, he had, um, and, and he got really nasty, but I got him cured from that. But now all of a sudden he's nasty again, but I was told by a doctor that he didn't have it. So I don't really know. What's his name, Chelsea? His name is Chaz. Chaz, C-H-A-Z? T-A-Z. Say it again. Chaz, T-A-Z. Taz, like Tasmanian devil. (laughs) Taz, T-A-Z. Okay. Sounds like he's acting like the Tasmanian devil. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. (laughs) All right. So I'm connected to you and from you to Taz. What I got when you were telling me what was going on is he's he's in pain. He's got something going on that's an injury kind of a thing. Is he acting like he's lame? Everybody were talking about a horse in in case you haven't caught on when she said a thoroughbred right off the track. She's talking about a a racehorse. Uh, Taz is a racehorse, right, Chels? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm thinking of the movie Secretariat. You know, when he was acting weird, that's one of my favorite movies. He was acting weird and he had that that ulcer in his mouth, in his, his, um, his, what do they call it? His bit was hurting mm-hmm. his mouth. Um, there's something yeah. that's something that's hurting him. He's in pain. Let me see if I can get real fast. I keep going to his leg and I'm going to the front right. Front right leg. Something's uh-huh. wrong. Something's up with that. Do horses get shin splints? They can. And about three years ago, he actually stay with us, Chelsea. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you over. Through the break, Chelsea, I'll be back in just a minute. Okay. We've got a break, and you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so stay with us. Chelsea, I'll pick you up. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We're talking to Chelsea from Ohio about her former racehorse, Taz. And Chelsea, I looked at him during the break, and it looks to me like he's got shins, a shin splint in his front right leg. So it sounds like he's not acting like he's lame, but he's in pain. That's what I'm getting is he's got okay. some pain and that's why his behavior is a little off. Um, it, that's what he's telling me too, that his leg hurts, his front right leg. So okay. uh, I would rest him a little bit, just let him heal. And I think he's going to be fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I hope that helps. Can you tell, like, when you dance him, is he happy, like, with his life? Oh, yeah. Thrilled. And he loves you. He just doesn't want, he just doesn't want to be ridden because he's in pain. Okay. Yeah. So, I he's saying two weeks. Give him two weeks. Okay. 
So hopefully that'll help. Oh, well, God, thank you. That makes me like, I don't want him in pain, but that makes me feel better. I'm like, oh my gosh, is there a screw loose in his head? Did he go psycho? Like what's going on? No, he's in pain. Yeah. Yeah. You know how sometimes we get grumpy when we're in pain too. So animals are the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Chelsea. Take care. Good luck with Taz. You Thank bet. you so much. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, let's go to Laura next. Hi, Laura. Hi. Oh, my How God. Are you? Thank you so much. You're um, welcome. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from uh, South Florida, West Palm. All right. Got a question for me? Yes. I um, recently have had a lot of stress. My cortisol levels, I know, are high. And I'm wondering what you can do about clenching, like serious clenching. They said my bite was off, so I've been wearing Invisalign since early June. But the clenching isn't as bad, but it's still, you know, like, you know, like I have to shake my jaw to open it. At night, it's really bad. Okay, so you're are you grinding and clenching your teeth while you sleep? Yeah, I do it in the day sometimes too, but like a level maybe four versus at night, like a ten being the highest. Mm-hmm. Used to be four Invisalign, probably a ten, nine, ten, but mm-hmm. now it's probably like seven, eight, six, seven, eight okay. at night, which okay. still is not good, but. Well, let me get you on my radar and let me, let me check your jaw. I do this healing a lot. Actually, there's a lot of people that have it and, uh, it's like your jaw is out of alignment. And you know what those little wheels of a clock, a mantle clock look like? It's a tongue and groove type system where one wheel will turn on another wheel where it clicks in and then it turns the wheel and then that turns the time. That's what it reminds me of. So I'm, I'm in, got you on my radar. I'm looking at you from behind. I've disconnected your lower jaw energetically. It's so fun to be able to do this energetically because we can do stuff, you know, so easily energetically that we can't do in the operating room. And so I've disconnected it and I'm putting on the left side, it looks like some of those little tongues in those those treats are worn down. So I put some stem cell energy on those, Laura, and and it was going to regenerate them. Stem cell energy looks like a light amber colored gel, has sparkles in it, of course, because it's woo-woo. You know, you got to have sparkles when you're doing woo-woo. And it has a watery consistency to it. It reminds me of Dippity-Doo hair gel back in the day when I was a kid. So I don't know if you're old enough to remember that, but... But that's what yeah. it reminds me of. Super. And so I'm there's there's a little vortex that has formed above it, and that is spinning, and that will regenerate okay. it. Okay, just did. Does it seem to hurt more on the left side than the right side? Yeah. And, but yeah. do you think that Invisalign are helping or not helping? But it just, well, I just don't know. What, what I'm doing is oh. I'm, I'm reattaching your jaw now. 
And then uh, seeing, I'm watching your jaw open and close. It's so funny when it's skeletal or orthopedic healing. So I always watch the body part get tested. Like if you get your knee worked on, you know, I'll watch the knee move. Now I'm watching your jaw open and close and I'm watching you move it from side to side. I do get the Invisalign is helping. Yes. Oh my God. You are so amazing. I'm so grateful. I, I, I'm just so grateful I found you. Thank you so much. Oh, well, I hope this helps. Let us know if you feel better, but I, but I think it, I think it will help. I would say stay with the Invisalign. I mean, they're like football mouth guards. You need to wear them anyway, so you don't grind your teeth down at night. Yeah. But they said just try to help Mm. something. So I do it, whatever. Okay. Yeah. I would continue, continue to wear it. After, you know, once they get it aligned, tell them you want a set of those upper and lower uh, plates, you know, those plastic guards. They look like football mouth guards so that you can wear them all the time. And that will help keep things in line. Okay. Okay. Take care. Thanks for calling. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Ollie next. Hi, Ollie. Hi, Ollie. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hi. I'm well. How are you? I am good now. Today is a better day than it has been. Um, I'm in Reno. So we've had that okay. smoke for like six days. Oh, so geez. From the fires in California. Finally yeah. nice outside. Good. Good. So well, thanks for calling. You got a question for, for me? Yes. So I just recently found out I'm pregnant and Mm. the baby's father is we're not on good terms and Mm -hmm. I was supposed to be let go uh, from my position because I have a workers comp situation going on but Mm -hmm. I'm just so like stuck because I have no family in here and I just don't know Mm -hmm. obviously I'm worried about the baby and then I don't know if the baby's okay and I'm having all this stress. So I don't know if I need to stay, if we're going to work things out with the baby daddy or if I need to just. If you just need to what? I'm sorry, you cut out for a minute there, Ollie. If I just need to leave uh, from the state. And go to where you have family and a support system? Yes. Yeah. So is it in Ollie's best interest to stay in Reno while she's pregnant? I get a yes. Is the baby okay? I get a yes. Will you find another job? Yes. Will you work out uh, your differences with the baby's dad? I get a yes. So I'm getting green lights on all of it. Yeah. All of it. Ollie, pay, pay attention to your thoughts. Focus on what it is you want. I think we tend to focus on things we don't want and we want to focus on things that we do want. And, um, so let us know what happens. Good luck and, and good luck with the pregnancy. Everybody you're listening to the ask Julie Ryan show. Stay with us. We'll be back right after the break. You bet. Bye Ollie. Most of us have busy lives and, We know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough 
potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what B Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and we're talking with callers from all over who've called in to ask me questions about their lives. And our next person is Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hey, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, thank you. Hey, Justin, in the background there making it all happen. Yeah, where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Raleigh, North Carolina. How are you? Terrific, thanks. Good, good. Let me get my questions up. Um, I have a brother-in-law that seems to have a broken spirit, and he has terrible, terrible, terrible luck. And wondering if you could check in on him and see if you can help in any way um, to change his luck or maybe uh, pass along something that I can say to him that would give him some positive guidance. Sure. What's his name, Tracy? John. John, and where is he? He is in New York on okay. Long Island. Okay. What's going on with him? Um, he's getting a divorce from his wife, but they've been separated for three years. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't have a job or a career. And um, he's just kind of falling apart everywhere, bodily and mentally. Oh, he's losing his hair, he's losing his teeth. It's terrible. He lost his fingers. It's terrible. Good heavens! All right. So, and and how may I help, John? Um, We're looking to see if he has a broken spirit that we can um, heal, and see what's happening with this dark cloud that's been following him for years. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you in Raleigh and from you to John on Long Island, and I'll ask him if I can scan him. It sounds to me like he's depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't think I need to get him on my radar to come up with that and now that diagnosis, but here we go. Let's go anyways, and I'll ask his permission once I get him. Uh, on my radar. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam heading up to you and Raleigh. Got you heading up further north on into Long Island. All right. Got John. John, I'm talking to your sister-in-law, Tracy. She wants me to scan you energetically. Is that okay? No. No. All right. No. Is, yeah, no. 
But that's difficult for people that don't know what's going on. They don't know anything about this. And uh, so that's why I always ask. I can I can okay. scan somebody, but I won't, Tracy, from a ethical sure. standpoint. I just think it's an invasion of their privacy. But we can talk to his spirit and get some questions answered okay. because... He's usually open for all this stuff, so he just might be having a bad night. Okay. Yeah, well, he... Uh, the thing about talking to somebody's spirit, I don't have a problem doing that because it's kind of like if somebody has pneumonia and you want to talk to them and they want to tell you how they're feeling, that's one thing. But if you're looking at their x-ray without their permission, that's something else. So that's why, that's how I treat this. I treat it like it's a HIPAA violation. That's why I won't do it. All right. So John, what's up? Depressed. Uh, you've got a depression issue. Yes. Okay, so he's telling me everything's going to something, four-letter word, which starts with an uh-huh. S, which you can imagine. All right, so uh-huh. what can you do? So he, it's like he's in a valley. I mean, he's not even on level ground. The, the best thing I'm thinking, Tracy, is try and get him some professional help, get him to a licensed professional that can help him with the depression. So he can okay. at least get on level ground and then he can get himself out of that hole and make some plans to change his life because he's just, it sounds like he's getting pummeled from a bunch of different directions. And it, it sounds like if he doesn't have a career and a job, has that been going on for a while or is that something new with the COVID? Uh, no, it's been going on for a while. His um, soon-to-be ex-wife kind of... um keeps him distracted and busy with her needs and wants um, so that way he can't focus on his needs and wants because she keeps pulling him from them. She's mm-hmm. manipulating. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think he needs some professional help. So that would be my suggestion. Find a licensed therapist who can help him okay. and, and help him with the depression and help him get his life back on track. Okay. So, very good. Another question for you. Um, Aunt Teddy, she passed away on the 12th of this month. How's she doing? How are we doing? Is she okay with everything we did? Aunt Teddy. All right. She's standing to your right. She said, she says everything's beautiful, but it's for the living. You know, the deceased don't care because it's a human okay. thing. Uh, she's saying it brought comfort to everybody. What did you do? Like a funeral or a memorial service or something? Yes, we did a memorial Zoom. Okay, a memorial Zoom, yeah, because it depends on where you are, whether you can do a regular funeral or not. Um, right. Yeah, she's around you guys. Uh, she's saying, so she's around John, too. Did she know John? Yeah. All right, so she's around John. She's saying that part of his problem is he's his diet is atrocious, <laughs> her okay. word atrocious <laughs> so <laughs> does that sound like something she'd say and so yeah. she she's saying if you can help him understand that if he eats better he's going to feel better it will go a long way to helping the depression they they've done studies on depression and on anger like with inmates in prison and when they give them a whole food diet without refined foods it it changes their behavior in 88% of the inmates that have behavior issues. It's remarkable wow. just what diet can do. So she's saying, talk to him about that. See if you can get him some help on that too. 
So I hope that okay. I hope that gives you some information, at least a place to start. Okay, that would be great. All and right. happy birthday, Thanks for calling. Sonia and Young. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Tracy. <laughs> take care. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, funny. All right. So we've got somebody from the 716 area code. Hi, this is Julie. What's your name? Hi. This is Laura. Hi. How are you? Laura. I'm good. How are you? I'm terrific. Thanks. Where are you calling from? Right now, I'm actually in Vermont. I'm headed to the Adirondacks for the weekend. Oh, perfect. That should be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me? Yeah, I want it. I've been wanting to know who my guardian angel is. Okay. All right. Well, we'll ask. Guardian angels are really fun because they stay with us in all of our lifetimes, Laura. And mm-hmm. uh, and they're just always with us. Spirit guides come in and out. And guardian angels are always with us. All right. So so the sometimes the names that come in, we don't recognize them because they can be from different languages or they can be even dead languages or they can be from other realities that we have no frame of reference. But what what I'm getting is the name I got sounds like melanin, M-E-L-L-E-N-I-N. Phonetically is how I'm getting the spelling melanin. Okay. And remember, remember spirits don't have a gender, but right. we hear names like Michael the Archangel, and we refer to Michael as a him, even though mm-hmm. angels don't have a gender. So uh, okay. melanin, melanin to me sounds like a female name, but yeah. Uh, and I think when we refer to them, it's okay to say she or he when we're talking about spirits and or angels. But she doesn't have a she doesn't have a gender. Do you have a question for her? Um, I I don't really have a question for her. No, but it's kind of interesting to me because when I was a little kid, I like had like an imaginary friend, and it kind of sounds familiar to what that name is because I called no it kidding. Vanilla, which is go. so funny. Yeah, it does. So how you talk to Melanin as you, uh, she's saying you can, she, see, I'm doing the gender thing already. She's saying you can just call her Melly if you want. They're funny because they'll, they'll give me nicknames. Like, you know, they've got some, some name that's got 12 consonants and no vowels. And I'll say, how do I, I don't even know how to pronounce that. And I'll say, can you give me a, just like an American English name that we can call you? And it'll be like Max or Sam or Oscar or something like that. So she's saying you can call her Melly, but how you talk with her is you just ask her a question or make a statement. And then her answer is going to come into your head telepathically within a second, Laura. It's going to feel like Mm -hmm. it's one of your thoughts and how you know that it's them is it's instant. It's as fast as you can snap your fingers. Sometimes it'll come in before the questions even out all the way your answer will come in. And Mm -hmm. if you think about the answer for more than a couple of seconds, that will be your brain talking to you so that you can communicate with any spirit that way alive, you know, attached to a body or somebody that's deceased. It doesn't matter. So practice. Doing that and practice with questions that don't matter. Like, 
to say, hey, Melly, is it in my best interest to eat this chocolate chip cookie or this peanut butter cookie? And really, in the big scope of life, does it matter? No. Right. But you're going to get an answer. Or is okay. it in my best interest to hike down this trail in the Adirondacks or that trail? And you'll get uh, you'll get an answer on that, too. So does that make sense? Yes, it does. Thank you so much. You're welcome. What do angels look like to you real fast? And then we're, we'll be going to the break here in a second. Um, with the wings and the halo. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Speaking of the break, here we are. So thanks so much, Laura. Have fun in the Adirondacks. Thanks. You bet. Thanks. Everybody, you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. We'll be back right after the break. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available a lot of different places to make it easy for you. You can find it on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and in the show notes, anywhere you download podcasts. By the way, when you're downloading it, please subscribe and please leave a review I'd love to hear from you, and that's a great way to do that. Also, you can uh, find us on YouTube and on Alexa, everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. Calling details are posted the day of the show on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Ask Julie Ryan. And I send out a blog each week on Wednesday nights, and it's a question somebody has submitted online along with my answer. While you're on my site, you can also schedule an appointment with me, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want. And it doesn't have to be just one thing. We can do medical. We can talk to deceased loved ones. I can scan your pets. We can do past lifestyle. We talk to your spirit guides, your angels, like we just did with Laura, just whatever we have time for. And it's so much fun, you guys. We have a ball, and we do a lot of laughing. Even if you've got something serious going on, you'll feel better afterwards. So I'm scheduled out for a couple of months. Go ahead and get on my schedule on your confirmation email. You're going to get a little button at the bottom of the email and it will say reschedule. When you think of it, click on that button and it will show you appointments that have become available that are sooner. People reschedule a lot and appointments become available. So just wanted to let you know about that. So everything you need to know can be found at AskJulieRyan.com, including how to sign up for a free session with me that I talked about earlier. All right. This week, the question is from Teresa, and Teresa lives in Amarillo, Texas, and she said, Hi, Julie. My foster sister, Kim, unexpectedly passed last week, and I'm struggling because for a long time we lost touch. We reconnected a few years ago via Facebook, but never got to see each other in person. In addition, I have two other really close sister friends that passed years ago. My question is, if a living person, me, she's got me in parentheses, is a common denominator of spirits that never met in life, do they interact with one another if they're all hanging out around the living person? 
I know this sounds like a crazy question, but it would thrill me to know these three were spending time together. Thank you for all you do to help people. You are an amazing blessing to so many. Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Here's my response. Thank you for those kind words, by the way. What a great question. It's been my experience that our deceased loved ones are often around us and those they love, but I never thought about whether they hung around spirits they didn't know when they were in human form. In order to get some answers, I asked whether spirits spend time with other spirits to whom they weren't connected in any of their lifetimes. I got a yes as an answer. When I asked for more information, I received the analogy that spirits can be together if and when they choose, and it happens most often when they're with you. It's similar to friends from different areas of our lives who enjoy each other when they're with us, but don't necessarily associate with one another on their own. I'm told heaven, non-physical, is pure bliss. Our every desire immediately manifests. That includes being with any human or spirit at any time. It seems that when we're in heaven, our focus is on ourselves and those we love. It's all about us. Who needs us close by? Who needs our support and counsel? What do we want to experience, learn, absorb, dream up? Everything in heaven is based in love and anything and everything is instantly available to us. So, Although this news may not thrill you in the way you expected, just knowing all of your loved ones are around you either by themselves or sometimes in a group will hopefully make you feel like you're loved and adored. And that's simply because you are. So thanks so much, Teresa, for sending this question. And I thought that was a great question. And, uh, and I enjoyed the answer that I got too. I mean, I never know when I ask the question. So Got a question submitted online at my website, Ask Julie Ryan, and yours might get chosen, and it'll be read on the air and be part of my blog. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Hi, this is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. It says Cynthia on my dashboard, so maybe it's an alias that you didn't know about. It's an alias. <laughs> Thank you for Hi, taking my call. You're welcome. Where are you? I'm in Dallas, Texas. Okay, terrific. You got a question for me? I do. I have been suffering quite a bit since last September with a lot of dizziness and a lot of confusion. One day I feel fine and great, and the next day I feel horrible. Um, And I'm just trying to figure out exactly what's really going on. I've had x-rays, MRIs. Um, cat scan, not cat scans, but I've had, um, ultrasounds and it's, it's just been very challenging. I'm getting older as we do. And, um, I've been thinking about going on hormone replacement therapy, but I'm not a huge, um, proponent for ma- um, mammograms. And I have lived a pretty healthy life, and I'm just really struggling. I'm a very high-functioning person, so mm-hmm. the least thing, the littlest thing can throw me off if I notice I'm not 100%. Okay. All right. Well, what I'm going to do, Michelle, we're getting ready to go to a break. What I'm going to do is I'm going to scan you during the break, and then I'm going to hold you over 
And when I come back, I'll let you know what I come up with. But have you had any concussions before we, we part here for a couple of minutes? Have you had any concussions or anything like that? I had a concussion when I was nine. Okay. All right. And, and that was a long time ago, it sounds like. Uh, all right. Well, let me, I'm going to scan you during the break. And when we come back, I'll let you know what I come up with. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. Back to the Ask Julie Ryan show. We're talking with Michelle from Dallas. And Michelle, you were saying before the break that you were having dizziness and confusion. And and uh, some days you feel horrible and other days you feel okay. I scanned you during the break. I watched my laser beam come from Birmingham and hook into you in Dallas. And have you been exposed to mold? Do you have a mold issue in your home by any chance? I don't think so. Okay. Have you had a water leak or uh, water in your basement, perhaps, or something along those no. lines? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Because I'm seeing mold in your energy field, and I cleaned it out. I cleared it out. So you're being exposed to mold somewhere. Do you do you work outside of the home, Michelle? I do, but this has been going on for this has been going on for a number of years and in different locations. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't matter. last year. Yeah, you're being exposed to mold is what I'm getting. And sometimes it can be from years ago, but the body's still dealing with it. I uh, Do you have a pen handy? I'm going to give you some sites to check out. Sure. Okay, so the first one is I want you to Google Andrew Heyman, H-E-Y-M-A-N-M-D, and there, he's on several podcasts. He's been a guest on several podcasts. He is one of the experts on mold in the country. He makes amazing sense out of mold exposure. Even when people don't think they're exposed to mold, some of the symptoms that you're talking about are, are symptoms of someone who's been exposed to mold. And I'm seeing it in your energy field telepathically. The next site that I want you to write down is V as in Victor, C as in Charlie, the number 4hw.com. That's Dr. Heyman's website for his practice in Virginia. I think you can pick up some nuggets there of information. And then the third one is survivingmold.com. So those those I three things. Have, I also have Meniere, but I think a form of Meniere's disease. I've had like the ringing in my ears mm-hmm. and then pressure problems. And All right. whenever I feel stressed, I have to clear my ears constantly because they get filled with, you know, pressure. Mm-hmm. I, so, it's interesting you're you're telling me that because what I did was I roto-rooted your eustachian tubes <laughs> during the break, too. I cleared them out because they looked like they were stopped up, which would be like you feel like you have to pop your ears or your ears need to pop like when you fly. And then the other thing I watched happen was I watched an Epley maneuver performed on you. Are you familiar with that for vertigo? Yes. I just, I just had to do that um, about a month and a half ago. Okay. 
All right. So I watched that get performed energetically as well. So you got a lot going on, but I believe that the congestion and stuff in your head is being called caused by a mold exposure issue. There's a, here's another site for you to write down, Michelle, and it's called Home Biotic. It's like antibiotic for the home, homebiotic.com. And Mm -hmm. there you can order a test that you can perform in your home and it will tell you what the mold levels are. And that will tell you if there's something going on either in your home or in your office. And then I'll give you more information. I'm getting this as a mold thing for you. You're being exposed to mold, some kind of environmental toxin. And it, it, to me, I'm seeing mold. So I hope that helps. Yeah. Do you have a feeling on, on, HRT, like a hormone replacement. Oh, yeah. It's fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what about about mammograms? Well, the mammograms, that's personal. Some doctors think thermograms are as good, if not better, because there's less false positives. But they're, I think they're required by law with their malpractice insurance to recommend a mammogram to you. So that that's a personal choice for you with your doctor. But there are a lot of women that are getting thermography now instead of mammogram. And, uh, and they're happy with it. So you may want to look into that as well. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. I You're welcome. It. I hope you feel better, Michelle. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Let's go to Julie next. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. How um, are you? We have a... Pardon me? I said, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Good. I'm terrific. You Thanks. sound like Love you're your always name. doing well. please tell everybody where you're calling from Sheboygan Wisconsin all right Uh, we have a question sweet older dog a little Yorkie named Missy she's 16 years old yeah and um I think a little little deaf little blind um wondering if she has any desires or um needs or anything that we can help her with and once in a while, she has both with diarrhea, with which really kind of throws her whole system out of whack. Mm. Um, and then it takes a little while to get uh, things back in order. Mm-hmm. She's not dying at the moment, Julie. She's her spirit's very no, much in I her know. body. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's not dying. So yeah. uh, she's a snuggle bunny, isn't she? She likes yes, to be she right is. there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she's telling me. She wants to be like either on you or right next to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, She's saying her food upsets her stomach at times. That's what's going on. Is it when we give her people food or her dog food? People food. It's the people food. And she probably just bugs the daylights out of you until you give her a treat, right? If you're at the table yes, or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that would be on your shoulders, my girl, for training her that you'll right. feed her from the table and feed her treats. Uh, yep. Okay. So she's saying that sometimes the people food that you give her is just too rich for her little tummy. Uh-huh. So, right. If, yeah, just, just, uh, Avoid that as much as you can. Good luck. Good luck right. with that. Get, maybe yeah. maybe um, 
have some of, does she eat kibble, Julie? Um, she does on occasion. Um, sometimes she turns her little nose up on that. We have a couple different kind of food choices we can do as we say, like, what's behind door number one? You know, we kind of make it fun for ourselves. Yeah. Um, and she will eat some of that. And she mm-hmm. does do best when she eats that. Mm-hmm. When she eats the kibble? In, right. Can you yeah. tell her to eat the kibble? <laughs> well, what I'm getting is for you to keep the kibble at the table. And when she's begging, give her, give her a piece of kibble and that'll train her. <laughs> it's not very exciting to beg anymore. <laughs> she's try. a princess. I know. I know. I know. She's a princess, but she's, she's just, um, she's just a princess. Uh, yeah. She just wants no to be needs with or you. No desires that aren't getting mm-hmm. met or anything. Mm-mm. No, I think she's happy as a clown. She just wants to be near you. She wants to either be on you or next to you or right with you. That's, that's exactly it. And why yeah. is her kitty, who normally is sweet, swatting at her? It's like she doesn't deserve that, and he's so sweet otherwise. Is, is that it something fun new? for them too? Is that new behavior? Uh. Well, now she kind of turns in circles more and stuff like that, so she probably looks like a fair game, you know, to uh-huh. him, and he kind of probably gets a kick out of it. I don't know. He's just bossy. So he used to do it, but pardon me? He's bossy. He's bossy yeah. <laughs> is what I'm getting. And uh, We squirt him with water. Mm-hmm. He thinks she's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's telling me. What's your cat's name? Tootsie. Tootsie. All right. Tootsie. Yeah, he's just telling me she's annoying. His words. He's told me that <laughs> twice now. <laughs> he's probably jealous uh, of the attention she gets. Thanks so much, Julie. <laughs> You're that welcome. It is so cool that you can talk with him. Oh, well, thanks for calling. Good luck. Good luck Thank with her. You. You she's she's darling. Yeah, she's as cute as she can be. Thank you. You bet. Yes, Take she care. Is. Thank you. Love you. Bye, bye. You, you too. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to Lane next. Hi, Lane. Hi. It's Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. Hi. Um, I'm calling from Oakland, California. And um, I do have an appointment with you in December was the earliest I could get. <laughs> so, well, check uh, that reschedule I, button that you heard me talk about on your on your yeah. um, confirmation email, because actually I'm getting ready to release some dates in September. So you'll be able to move it up. So just okay. check on that. Yeah. Are you are you Caroline or Carolina or what's your <laughs> Carolyn or Carolina? Carolina, beautiful. I'm Italian, so I go by both. I love that. Carolina, Italian names are so melodic, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. They sound musical um, to me. Um, so, Julie, thank you so much. Um, I'm just checking on my mom, um, and um, I had an email with you once, and um, but I just wanted to see where she's at. She's in Reno, and um, uh, I think she. You said she was in um, Phase Four, and okay. I was just there this weekend, and I just wanted to see how she's doing and what I can do, if anything, for her. Okay. What's her name, Carolina? 
I'm Carolina. My mom's name is Maureen. Maureen, right. Okay. We are going to go to break here, Carolina, and I will uh, connect with your mom during break, and I'll hold you over, and then we'll be right back after our break. Okay. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Welcome back to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We're talking with Carolina in Oakland about her mom, Maureen, in Reno. And Carolina, I scanned your mama while we were on break. And did you tell me she was in phase four last time we connected about this? Yeah, well, you, we had an, a quick email. so um, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what we're talking about, everybody, is what I call the 12 phases of transition, and that's how we're surrounded. It's a configuration of when we're dying, whether it's instantly or prolonged over days, weeks, months, we all are surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets as we approach death. And it's really a glorious component to a heart-wrenching situation. And I talk a lot about this in my book, Angelic Attendance, what really happens as we transition from this life into the next. So Marina, or um, Carolina, I scanned Maureen during the break, and she's now in phase nine of the 12 phases of transition and what that looks like. Everybody, you can go to my website, askjulieryan.com, and there's graphics up there that you can download and utilize. And phase nine, the spirit exits through the top of the head, and it looks like a cartoon caption bubble, Carolina, that you see Mm -hmm. with the character's words or thoughts in it. And she has two angels on either side of that. I call that the spirit bubble. She also has a row of angels at her feet. These these look to me like big old angels, but I'm a Catholic school girl, so that's how I was taught they look. They may look different to somebody else, like they may look like a blob of purple energy to somebody raised in like an indigenous culture in Peru or something. But her parents are at her feet, and then there are lots of other deceased family and friends spirits that are there. I call them the Welcome to Heaven Committee. The Angels on either side of her spirit bubble, Carolina, their wings are going to start to move here soon, and they will create a vortex above her head, which will help her spirit evacuate from her body. She is not there yet, but she's close to that. So did you tell me you just saw her? You were just in Reno last week? Yeah, I was there, and then I podcasted your radio show the whole way home, and you just no. gave me so much comfort the whole way. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I just have you, home, um, yeah. Have you read Angelic Attendance yet? I have it. You sent it to me. And yes, I have. I'm, I'm okay. like three quarters of the way through. Yes. Um, Great. So. Great. And it will hopefully give you some comfort. Is she talking about seeing deceased loved ones? Has she talked about dreams Not or any yet. visits? No. And I ask. Okay. I always say, you know, have you seen anyone yet? What's, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, nothing yet. There's a book called Death is But a Dream, and it's written by a a doctor named Christopher Kerr, Kerr, I think he pronounces it, K-E-R-R, and he's an MD, PhD, and he's a hospice director of a big facility in Buffalo, New York, and his book validates with clinical research everything that my book talks about. He's studied over 2,000 patients, and I think it's 88% of them talk about seeing deceased loved ones either 
in dreams or visits as they're getting closer to death. So mm-hmm. I think that's great. Yeah, that you're no, asking I've experienced her about that. that with my grandmother, my father. So I've seen it before happen. Yeah. 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 So she's telling me she's not ready to go. She says she's not in pain and she just wants her family around her. Okay. So I hope that helps. Sorry, because we live, yeah, we live four hours apart. So it's, I'm, I can't be there all the time, but. I know. Okay. Is she in a facility where you can even be with her? Oh, no, she's still at home. Yeah. Oh, perfect. She's with her husband. Yeah. Okay, great. Great. All right. Well, keep me posted. Email me and I'll, I'll update you whenever you need. I'll be happy to oh, help. Okay. Thanks, Julie. And by the way, like I said, you made my drive home from Reno go in a nanosecond listening to all your old shows. So oh, thank you for your podcast. For listening. Okay. Take care. Look for the little miracles along the way, by the way, as you go through this with your mom, because they'll be plentiful. Okay. 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 Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye. Alrighty, let's go to Linda next. Hi, Linda. Hey, Julie. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Terrific. I live in Palmer, Alaska. Oh my gosh! Well, terrific. Yeah. Well, so nice to so nice to hear your voice. You got a yeah. question for me? I do. Um, my mother passed away in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was mm-hmm. 102 and three quarters. <laughs> God bless her. Wow. Yeah. But I'm just wondering if she might have any messages for any members of her family, like my sister Sandy or Lisa, my niece, or myself. Yeah. Okay. What was her name, Linda? Marion Farah. Marion. All right. Okay. So she's standing to your right. When our heads are like big satellite dishes, Linda, and they receive and transmit frequencies. And every spirit has their own frequency that they keep throughout all their lifetimes. So whenever you want to talk to your mom, you just think of her. And that's going to tune your satellite dish head to her frequency and she'll come in. Likewise, if you're doing something random like cooking dinner or folding laundry or whatever, and you think of her all of a sudden, that's just her letting you know that she's close by. So um, do you have a question for her? That usually primes the pump, and and then they get very chatty. (laughs) Oh, well, I didn't really. Is she doing okay? Is she out of pain now? Oh, yeah. She's in heaven. I mean, everybody, all all dogs go to heaven. All people go to heaven, too. So it's nirvana. It doesn't get any better than where she is. She's with you all the time. All right. What? She's showing me violets. The, the flowers. Did she like violets? What's up with the violets? She liked all flowers. She just loved flowers. Okay. Violets, so, huh? Violets. Uh-huh. Look up the significance of violets. There's some, okay. there's some significance there. You know, flowers have meanings in the old uh, Victorian age. Different flowers had different meanings. So okay. she's showing me violets. So it'll be fun to, to check on that. Uh, do you have anything that you want to tell Linda or any of the rest of your family? Calm down. She says that you guys are just too tense. Wait, wait, are, wait, are you too tense? I don't think I am, but. Maybe, maybe your sister Lisa or your is. niece or. Yeah, she's saying calm Lisa, down. Yeah, yeah, Lisa's the one that's taking care of her estate, so. Oh, gosh. Well, there you go. Calm down. All right, Linda, 
I'm going to need to let you go. That's it for this week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Please call in next week. Send your questions in and have a terrific week. I'll see you same place next weekend. Uh, Thursday, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.